gang. Welcome to another episode of Up the Middle. Today we're going to be talking about one of my favorites. Today it's Deceptive DeSantis. But first, this episode also celebrates two months of Up the Middle and one month of amazing and steady growth. Thanks to all of you. It has been one month since we've had what Spotify calls a zero play day. Meaning that as they track your new broadcasts and the number of downloads and the amount of people who have listened, it has not been since the middle to end of June that we've had a day where nobody checked in. And that's only on Spotify, by the way. Every other directory, we're also getting growth. And we've had amazing performance already on YouTube because of a pre-existing count there and a following that we've already generated. So it's at least 30 days now that we've had a zero play day. We're constantly growing. And really, as much as I want to thank you for that, I also want to congratulate you for a job well done and for taking the interest in learning how to fact check, how to hear something from both sides of the political spectrum, and most importantly, why. This is, without question, a great start to this podcast, and other directories are following suit. And now, on to Deceptive DeSantis. Did you like the Photoshopping? It wasn't actually Photoshop. I do it on mostly on Canva, and then a couple other apps that helped me clean it up as best as I could. I'm new at it. But we uh, took a little creative liberty with Sergeant Schultz from the show Hogan's Heroes, his famous line is, I know nothing, meaning if he doesn't know anything, he doesn't have to explain anything. Well, apparently, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is now Sergeant DeSchultz after Rhonda Santos, the drag name that we created for him, has apparently worn its usage. Now we switch over to Sergeant DeSchultz. As a special agent in the Secret Service, former special agent in the Secret Service, and a poker player, I've become somewhat of a human lie detector. Ask my 18-year-old son, who keeps a pretty good reputation. We have a video today that we're going to share from MSNBC. You can find it on YouTube. And in fact, wherever you're watching this or listening to this, you'll find the link to it in either the description, the comments, the show notes, somewhere. You will have access to this video if you're not able to watch it with us. Let's First, you'll see the intro from the reporter of MSNBC, followed by some pretty enjoyable footage. Let's watch. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis appears to be trying to distance himself from the recent changes that have been made to his state's public school curriculum. Now, last week, the Florida Board of Education approved new guidelines for teaching black history, which suggests that enslaved people reaped benefits from skills acquired during centuries of forced labor. Reaped benefits. The move comes just months after DeSantis criticized you're going to see a clip of DeSantis trying to explain away the negativity 
of this policy. I love the commentary, the one-word commentary of the anchor. Let's watch some more. ...sized and advanced placement course on African-American studies. The changes are now facing significant backlash. Vice President Kamala Harris visited Jacksonville on Friday and slammed the new curriculum, calling it extremist propaganda. This prompted DeSantis to defend his state while also denying any personal responsibility for the new education standards. Take a listen. Well, you should talk to them about it. I mean, I didn't do it and I wasn't involved in it. Um, but I think um, I think what they're doing is I think that. they're So the first thing he gets into when he gets nervous or excited or or just on any level of discomfort is what I call the bobblehead. You know, when his head's going from side to side, uh, Ronald Reagan used to do that, but he could control it much better. Um, this is, and, and right here you're about to see what we call the three whites. His eyes are going to get very wide. What causes that is tension in the muscles that operate or control his eyelids. When you're tired, when you're relaxed, you fall asleep, your eyes close. When you tense, that's what why you get tired is because you're working. I'm working right now to keep my eyes open. I just blinked for that fraction of a second. That's an involuntary response that allows my eyes to hydrate themselves. Eyelids, when you close, it kind of it's like windshield wipers. When he gets what we call the three whites. Three whites, the names come from the whites on the outside part of your eyeball, the whites on the inside part of your eyeball, and then over the top or over the bottom, and sometimes both, of the retina. That shows excitement. It shows what we also call crazy eyes. But it also reflects tension in the head, it particularly because of the muscles that, that control the eyeball and the eyelids and is essentially showing discomfort and leading to fight or flight. It's back to the video. They're probably going to show um, some of the folks that eventually there's, parlayed. There's some of the three uh, whites. You know, being right a blacksmith into into doing things later later in life. Um, but the reality is, all of that is rooted in whatever is factual. They listed everything out. And if you have any questions about it, just ask the Department of Education. You can talk about those folks. But I mean, these were scholars who put that together. It was not anything that was um, that was done politically. Sure. Some Republican sure. presidential yeah, candidates sure. are all. So, so you saw in the background the people that are essentially when a politician or his staff or her staff puts people in the background, they're supporters. And usually, and what you saw there was for Ron DeSantis, a diverse showing of supporters uh, or as diverse as he can get. Uh, I'm sure nobody in that group was gay. Uh, definitely didn't see any brown or black people in it. I saw an Asian lady. And she seemed to be the only one that had any sort of smile on her face, that uh, she was happy, content, or on some level of agreeing with the governor. Shaking uncontrollably, the appearance of like almost being like a bobblehead, the crowd behind him having zero positive reaction that's at least genuine.
the one Asian lady had at one point a fake smile that you could tell was drastically fake and 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 rather pathetic. Uh, let's actually go back and see now what another expert has to say. Here's Governor Chris Christie. I didn't do it and I'm not involved in it are not the words of leadership. Um, you know, look, Governor DeSantis started this fire with the bill that he signed, and now he doesn't want to take responsibility for whatever is done um, in the aftermath of it. And from listening and watching his comments, he's obviously uncomfortable. He only started to focus on this when he decided he wanted to run for president and try to get to the right of Donald Trump. And so I think people see this as politically manipulative. And, and I'm talking about, Margaret, we're dividing our country into smaller and smaller and smaller pieces. Yeah. And politicians are pitting them against each other to create conflict. And that's not going to make the country bigger, better, stronger, or freer. So, question. Did... Ron DeSantis have anything to do with it. For that, we asked Google Bard, did Ron DeSantis have anything to do with, well, what we're about to learn. Google Bard came back with, yes. Here's what Google Bard had to say. Yes, Ron DeSantis has had a significant impact on the way race is now taught in Florida. In 2021, he signed a law banning the teaching of critical race theory in public schools. The law, HB7, has been criticized by some educators and activists who say it will prevent students from learning about the history of racism in the United States. DeSantis has also taken other steps to limit the teaching of race in Florida schools. In 2022, he blocked the teaching of a new advanced placement course on African-American studies, saying it violated state law and was historically inaccurate. He has also ordered the State Board of Education to review all textbooks and instructional materials for any references to critical race theory. He had books thrown out that taught accurately about Harriet Tubman. That's actually in a previous episode of this podcast, this season. The result of these actions is that teachers in Florida are now facing a great deal of uncertainty about what they can and cannot teach about race. Some teachers have said that they are afraid to discuss race at all for fear of being accused of violating the law. Others have said that they are teaching the subject in a more superficial way in order to avoid controversy. It is still too early to say what the long-term impact of DeSantis's actions will be on the teaching of race in Florida. However, it is clear that he has made it much more difficult for teachers to have open and honest conversations about this important topic. In addition to the laws that he has signed, DeSantis has also used his bully pulpit to attack critical race theory and other forms of woke education. In a speech to the Conservative Political Action Conference in February 2022, he said that critical race theory is, quote, a lie, and that it is, quote, being used to indoctrinate our children. He has also called for the firing of teachers who teach critical race theory. DeSantis' actions have been praised by some conservatives, 
who see him as a defender of traditional values, such as racism. However, they have been criticized by others who say that he is trying to censor history and silence important conversations about race. The debate over the teaching of race in Florida is likely to continue for some time. It is a complex issue with no easy answers. However, it is clear that DeSantis has played a significant role in shaping the way the issue is being discussed in the state. <sighs> At least for now. Clearly, DeSantis is way far right. His popularity in Florida has dwindled to, of all people, Trump, to when DeSantis announced his candidacy. I was next door with some Trump-supporting neighbors who immediately started laughing because they knew that Ron DeSantis is the one guy that could get me voting for Trump, who I have no plans on voting for. We do not endorse candidates at up the middle. However, it's my job to help point out, for those of you who can't figure it out for yourselves, and that's not most of you, my listeners, my viewers, take my education that I give them on how to fact check and ultimately think for yourself. But I mean, if you can't see that what Ron DeSantis is talking about and that what Donald Trump is talking about has nothing to do with American democracy, then I can't help you. And you are not my friend. You are not my neighbor. You're not my family. Because that's not what the actual Republican Party stands for. It's not what the Constitution stands for. It's not what democracy is all about. And it's not why I spent 25 years putting my life on the line every day for these neighbors and other friends who are white, Asian, other ethnicities, black, and brown. You've been up the middle.